tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I, as see, I see it. Ricky. That's like my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, as I see it. Uh, we're so gangster with this. And we got a and we got a white attorney with us. Mm. <laughs> a white female attorney. <laughs> mm. Getting all the credentials, covering all the bases. Yeah, well, I got lawyers know. watching lawyers so I won't go broke, right? Oh. <laughs> Yes, that was great. That was a great. That was a great reference. Uh Lord's watching. Lord, so I won't go broke. Yeah. So, if you haven't figured it out by now, even though you clicked purposefully on this, um, you're listening to Get It How You Live. I am <laughs> Monsieur Ross Lavelzur. I have my co-host, Senor Saul. Uh, not Saul. Not Saul. Yeah, Saul. Yeah, that was an interesting voice voicemail. <laughs> and uh, we have the, uh, you know, <laughs> we have the uh, very prestigious attorney from DC Ooh. with us. Yes, yeah. Hold on, hold on. We do. Wait, wait. I got. I actually got something. I I got something queued up for. Uh, oh, she gets a drizzle <laughs> for uh, for Emily and all of us being here this week. Uh, let me see if I can get this right. Let's see if it comes yeah, on. Hold on. Extra you ready? You ready? Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't recognize by the voice, it is uh, our very own. You know, money bags, <laughs> also known as Emily in these streets. What's Hi going guys. on, Emily? It's been a minute. <laughs> it has. I actually, it's been a couple months, right? Yeah, yeah. A little, uh, a little peaches and herb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has been a couple of months. As as our friend, uh, as our friend drops a little peaches and herb for us. I would say Emily would be the peach and we would probably be the herbs. <laughs> I guess you could have done some like ebony and ivory instead. Ebony. <laughs> I might be the only white person you ever put on here. <laughs> you know, we're not that generic. And to be honest with you, Brock might have something to say about that. Put some respect on Brock's name, yo. She. Brock Monroe. Yo, shout out to Big Brock. He'll be on the show soon enough. Yeah, you be, you, be, I already you build the full governments, bro. Oh, yeah. You know I can't help it, man. <laughs> you build yeah. the full governments, bro. It's such a... It, it, the name rolls off my tongue. I you know? feel you. <laughs> I feel you. I ain't mad. <sighs> but yes, folks, you're listening to this week's brand new episode of Get It How You Live With a You. uh, You know, like it's almost so recently. uh, All right. Well, I don't even know how to start. So let's say um, let let, let me rewind. Um, I will say that it's pretty tough. Just regular, like on on the regular wise, to just kind of try to come up with a uh, kind of like a like. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh no, you should have been this by me on our phone call. 
Well, no, like, uh, you, you know, like, like trying to put, like, all right, so trying to put together a show, you know, right on, maybe, right on, yes, sir. It's 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 just tough enough as it is trying to structure everything. There you go, trying to come up with a structure for it all. Yes, uh, j- just in general, but uh, just recently, I'll be I'll be honest, the last maybe couple of weeks, it's been fucking. I I I almost want to say like easy peasy. Because of just all the ridiculous news that's coming out of the state of Florida, <laughs> and, and and partly because you know we have like our own like little Trump running Florida, so yep, yep. that was the platform that he ran on, though. Yeah, yeah, you know. So it's it's I it's it's just I'm I'm very happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of subject matter, you know, I think we don't have to try that hard to find something that it's just like either one fucking the whole state of Florida or two is just like, oh, it's about to fuck the whole state of Florida. <laughs> People need to pay attention to this. Um, you might appreciate this because I've been trying to buy a condo in D.C. and the prices are like. Yo, I didn't know you were balling like that. You buying condos? So, He's an attorney. Well, so, but like the the housing market is so insane up here. It's like nearly impossible for my. That's, that's why I'm surprised. So I then was like, you know what? Maybe I should buy an investment property in Florida, like oh. on the beach or something like that. I was like, you know, I was really considering it. And then last <laughs> I spent Do it. Let me Florida. live there. Let me live there and run it for you. Yeah, well, <laughs> I literally spent a week in Florida last week, and I was like, nope, never mind. <laughs> I'll keep renting in D.C. Damn. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Florida's uh, real estate market gets one of these real quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. my. Was it really that bad? It's just Florida is just so culturally different it's Yo, such a shock that's and a because, like because of covid i haven't been there in almost well, like 18 months and it just i don't know <laughs> i yeah it was that bad to completely make you like decide you know what i am not gonna even i don't even care about making money yeah <laughs> like, Sorry. Truly, this, i'd rather I, just you know stay where i'm at, stay where I'm at. Uh, our boy brandon was here over the last yo, week was I completely yo yeah. what did what did he say? So he left he left this morning six a.m. flight, but okay. um they got here last Friday and I hung out with them. Um I hung out with them on Sunday and I hung out with them a little bit last night. Um brought the boy with me and, um, and my man was literally like, "Yo, what is going on with Florida?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He was like, "Yo, first of all." When we saw you at Universal on Sunday, you were the only ones who were wearing masks. Yeah. <laughs> since the whole time, since the 48 hours that we had been there. I was like, okay, that's a fact. Even though they're fully vaccinated, we're full, I'm fully vaccinated. Our, our son obviously is not. So that's why you know, he had his mask on the whole time. We were at Universal. He was a soldier on that one. Um, and then when I saw them yesterday, they were like, yo, we went to Walmart. To get some stuff, cause you know they were they were staying at um they were staying at a timeshare, so they so you know they had like a like a stove, you know, a fridge, a microwave oven. I mean, they just you know it's like a little apartment. So yeah. they're like um they're like yo, we went to Walmart, and it's like what 10, 10, 10 p.m. 
and there's like there's music blasting in the parking lot. <laughs> oh yeah, one oh, group yeah. of people on one side, there's another group blasting their own music. You got some girls dancing over there. You got some dude trying to sell you flan. <laughs> yeah, which uh, yo, he didn't know he doesn't know Walmart in Kissimmee in Osceola <laughs> County is like the it's like a nightclub. Son. It's wild. It's wild, especially mm-hmm. the one. Yo, shout out to the Walmart and Osceola Parkway. <laughs> Yeah, yo, that's my spot, bro. I'm I mean, not gonna if lie. I need some jewelry, <laughs> just gotta make out of the parking lot long enough. I've never seen so many women in short skirts and like tight mini dresses and things. Just, just at that Walmart alone in the in the middle. Yeah, of the they afternoon. would dress up. People would dress up to go to Walmart. That's why I can't live in Florida. <laughs> it's like 3 p.m. 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Yo, full heels like, on. They're about to go to the club. Full heels on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying they're looking bad. I mean, they're looking righteous. And I'm like, what is this? It's Walmart. It's three. Well, we're looking I righteous mean, for I mean, Walmart. Me, hey, you, know? you never know who you might run into at Walmart. Could meet your future husband or wife. I'm walking around in my Florida man jorts. Mm. You know? Mm. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I just turn around. I want to go back home. I'm like, nah, I shouldn't have stopped off this exit. My bad. Let me just turn back around. Word. I don't exactly. recommend you finding your wife at Walmart. <laughs> Yo, facts. Yo, let me let me shift gears a little bit before we get into <sighs> the wows and pals. Um, I want to ask our friend a question, if you don't mind, Emily. Uh oh, uh oh. No, I'm asking you, Saul. Um, oh me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's up with you in Kentucky, bruh? Man, why'd you have to ask me that? I gotta <laughs> ask because every week, every day, <laughs> every you know. day you seem to be less and less impressed with the people from the from the great state, you know, of Kentucky. The people represented by the one, the only, the incomparable DC Mitch, <laughs> cocaine Mitch. <laughs> uh, I, you know, so. I've I've been to the state the, the, the I've been to the beautiful state of Kentucky. That's charitable. Oh, you've seen the bluegrass. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it really is, um, a beautiful, like, st- I, I, state. I don't know. I I so I I I've been to Tennessee, uh, for Bonnaroo. So we had a drive, uh, to Manchester, Tennessee, mm-hmm, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, just driving through like kind of like the mountains and like mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. raining. It was like waterfalls on the side. Beautiful. I was like, oh my God, this is like a this is amazing. I've never seen anything like this here. You know, like it's, it's something you would see like on Instagram or whatever, you know, some some fucking National Geographic picture for me. Uh then a couple years later, I got lucky enough to go hang out um for a weekend uh at, in Kentucky. Over it, I want to say like right outside Owensboro. So I don't know what that means, but I'm sure somebody does. Cool, cool. Well, cool. You, well, the airport, the tiny ass airport. I mean, like a fence, a chain link fence around it, and people are literally hanging out outside, waving at you as you land. Uh, <laughs> 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 it was like, well, I guess they're there waiting for their family members too, but it's just like really weird. Like, oh, there's all right, so. I guess 9-11, word, word didn't get to Owensboro's airport about 9-11. That's what I... Word, sort of word. 
Um, so, you know, I climb out of the back of this airplane and then we drive probably about maybe 40 minutes or so, if that, about outside, you know, outside of Owensboro. Um, that was like the most beautiful. I thought Tennessee and all that was, was amazing. That was probably one of the most, like the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my life. Um, outside of that though, like those people are dumb as rocks. Like everybody there. Well, I took a turn real I've, quick. Okay. <laughs> anybody that I've unfortunately had the pleasure or not the pleasure of interacting with through the job that I currently hold over the phone, they're, I mean, oh man, I, I'm going to sound really mean, but um, <laughs> like the definite, like, I, so I, I'm pretty sure everybody's heard the term like a backyard yokel, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that must have come from like Kentucky <laughs> like straight out of anywhere in Kentucky so my current job that I have I, I'm i on the phone a lot and it just so happens to be that like a lot of a lot of people from Kentucky happen to uh, call my job Um, I man I, I at first I started to feel bad for them and now, there is no pity whatsoever. No pity for <laughs> the dumbest motherfuckers alive. Saul don't give a damn about no Kentucky residents in my life. No, sir, I do not. Started with Danny like, Cameron, you know. And no disrespect to anybody else that I've met who's from Kentucky. And nah, full disrespect, now. bro. Full disrespect. No, no, no. You know. Tell him why like, you mad, son. Tell him why you mad. Because people can change. Mm, and, I, and if I could change, and you could change, then the whole <laughs> world could change. change. You know what I mean? And and it's like you know, people leave there and they they know better. They come to their senses. I understand that can, that's a possibility. But if you decide to to stay there willingly and partake in the misery that Mitch McConnell just decides to like you know rain upon you, because the education level of I mean, like speaking of. I don't know if people know this about me. Um, you know, English is not my first language. Like, you know, Spanish is. I, I, my, I, in my household, my mother spoke Spanish to us. All, I mean, growing up, that we spoke Spanish. I, I learned English in school and in the kindergarten. And we, a bilingual kindergarten uh, school that I went to in, in Manhattan. Um, you know, <laughs> English isn't that hard to speak. <laughs> so funny. And when you have somebody who's a native of this country, and like they they're supposed to speak English, and they don't even speak it, like if I have to, I have to repeat myself like three, four, five times in a row. Because you don't understand what I'm saying to you when I'm speaking the same language that you speak, that's a problem. But those same people who want people to speak English before they come to the country. That's right. <laughs> Wild. Wild. It's like this is America speak English, bitch. You don't speak English. Speak English yes. real good. It's just <laughs> <laughs> but it's just a you know, and I hate to sound like this. In a full disclosure, I told Ross this on our on our uh, 
pre-production, you know, phone call. I've oh, been I was about since... to go there. Go ahead. Full, yeah, well, I've been drinking since about four o'clock. Uh, <laughs> so well, we'll get no, that. My man is litty to titty. Yeah, exactly. But um, but you know, it's just like it's insane. Like I loathe and I dread when I see any Kentucky just pop up on my screen. I'm like, oh god, oh god, I need to brace myself. I need to mentally prepare myself. I have nine seconds to brace myself for the fifteen plus minute phone conversation that's about to happen. That should only take about four minutes. If that, but mm. you know, they want to ask you for phone numbers and information that they need to write down, but they ask you and they don't have anything to write down with. <laughs> so then they'll ask you and they'll be like, wait, 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 let me get something to write down. With. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. You know, it's like, uh, I don't, I, I just don't know what to do sometimes. So I'll purposely like, you know, I'll, I'll mute myself and I'm just like screaming you know, at the top of my lungs. Or I'll just, like, mute myself and I'll be like, I'll, I'll do that voice. What is it? The, uh... It's Saturday. The boss said we could drink on Saturday. <laughs> hey, I'm calling to find out about my stimulus. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Um... I'm like, all right. So, well, sir, you know, I'm... <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm a man. I'm, I'm not a sir. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, my, my bad. All right. <laughs> Um, gotta rewind you know and then it's just like uh you know you find out they have it under taxes in like 15 years and it's just it's so painful you know and then it's like they owe money and that's why they haven't done their taxes but then they want this money that they're not gonna get because it's gonna go right back to the debt that they owe to the federal government (laughs) uh emily i'm sorry that i that, that, that i let it devolve to this Sorry, everybody. But yeah, my man had to get that off his chest. My man. Had to get that <laughs> good off times. His chest. Good times. Now that we're like twenty minutes into the show, <laughs> my man had to get it off his chest. You know what I'm saying? But yes, as he said, now that we're about twenty minutes into the yeah. show, I want to go ahead and ask y'all how you how, how your week went, yo. Emily, go ahead and start us off. Any any wows and pals that you'd like to share with us and everybody listening? It's like five people. <laughs> the uh the dozen of fans that listen up. Yeah, um, we know Adam's listening. I'm get I'm guessing Jessica Rose is listening. Holla, holla to Adam and Jessica. Holla. We got we got we got Buddy Budinski. Holla. We got Marv. Damn, I said holla. five people. I can only name four. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I want to think I want to think that that the homie Mirna is listening too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got our full five. So go ahead, Emily. Go ahead. And share with us. <laughs> you know what? Brock could be listening or something like that. Brock could oh, be listening. You know facts. what? Hold you know on. What? Hold Brock on. is listening and Brock brought a new listener. He showed me. He's got some words. So, yeah. I want, I want to go ahead and apologize because I forgot somebody who I know for a fact is listening. The oh. homie Al from oh. Insurance. There you go. Always. Yeah. Shout out I know to Alan's listening. I listen sometimes. I listen to Anna's uh, interview. Yo, well, you don't, fire, you don't right? count because you're part of the show. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Fair. I mean, then we shouldn't count Brock either, but you know. Uh, <laughs> well, he brought somebody. Emily, what have you been doing? Um, <laughs> I know this took a turn. This took I, a turn. You know I'm what? sorry. I'm My sorry. I only listened once. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? 
she one time asked me she's like what do you mean you're on a podcast and i was like well i'm not like on a podcast i just no 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 you're you're on the podcast <laughs> yeah yo. <laughs> if, if ever we monetize this you're on you the got, podcast. You got you got you got some you got some money to put towards your Florida investment property. And up yeah. to my student loans. <laughs> um, <laughs> I own a house of student loans. Um, but anyway, uh, my week was good. I was gone. You know, I was in Florida last week to see my family. Um, so this week was just getting back to work, kind of getting up to speed. Um, I think my wow is that today is DC's uh, 231st birthday. Mm. So, you know, for being 231 years old, I think we should be a state. Taxation without representation. Talk about it. Yep, yep. It's, a, it's a real problem. We pay more in taxes per capita than any other jurisdiction. Oh, because y'all some ballers over there. <laughs> we also like nice things in DC, so we have mm-hmm, a lot of taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, our subway system doesn't risk my life every time, like New York. So mm, it doesn't flood. Bit. Uh, it it floods a handful of times in very specific circumstances, but okay. nowhere near to the garbage that happens in New York's <laughs> system. Hey, that was a, that was a stop in the Bronx. So I, I don't want to say all New York, but yeah, the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, it's garbage. It's a garbage <laughs> system, and nobody can figure it out. And half the time, the stops aren't even in service, and they don't tell you until you're on the train. They literally have advertisements in their subway trains telling you not to throw your garbage on the tracks because it leads to X amount of fires per year. Like, what? who are you throwing garbage on tracks? These are all facts, bro. I can't even be like, well, actually, these are all facts. (laughs) Yeah, I know. No eating or drinking on the DC Metro. It's still dirty, but it's not nearly as dirty. So anyway, I got sidetracked. We should be a state. We pay a lot of taxes. We got more. Listen, if you don't have a guy jerking off in your subway car, then I don't know what to tell you. You're not not the real deal. (laughs) Facts. Yeah. Well, you know, at one point in time, DC and their infinite wisdom decided to put carpet in their metro cars. (laughs) What? Um, And some of them are still in rotation. And I just truly don't understand. Like, somebody got paid to make that decision. Like somebody's job was like carpet should be in the subway. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's fucking disgusting. It's so gross. Yeah, but, that's pretty fucking gross. Um Oof. anyway, that was I guess my wow. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't even take the DC Metro. I don't know why I care that much. I just <laughs> I just care that it's better than New York. Oh that's brother. What it's about. Um, and our DC bus system is very nice. Anyway, um, yeah, that's not in New York. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that fucking yeah, bus no, system. No, I prefer the bus system you know? in DC to the to the subways. If you got a guy jerking off in the bus, now that's a problem. The train <laughs> is normal. On the bus, no. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, okay. Are we doing all wows, or do I go to my pal now? Oh, no, no, you do what you want to do. You do what you want. Well, I don't know if it's like round robin. Now everybody else says what their wells are. No, no, no. Go ahead, and okay. then I'll go, then I'll go to our our great our great uh, the, the incomparable <laughs> Senor Saul. <laughs> um. So I think my pal is something I told you about earlier, Saul, which was uh, Representative Beatty being arrested for protesting at the House. 
Um, what a joke. colleagues were arrested for protesting, trying joke. to get voter rights going. And um, I'm just going to read a quote here. Did they kill cops? They did not. And when oh, they okay. were arrested okay. by the Capitol Police, oh. I'm reading from an article here, they were warned three times to stop because they were violating a law that bars crowding, obstruction, or incommoding. Um, And then they (laughs) resumed their protest after that. Now, their protest was trying to get voter rights, you know, trying to push that forward. But they were literally singing, like, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it show. Oh, yeah, no, they were singing all the hits. And, like, they were arrested, which is just like Ooh. I don't understand. Capitol Police have no concept of optics or justice. Like given what just happened six months ago, I truly don't understand. Uh, so, <laughs> I the insurrection is like one of what's like one of my most favorite things to talk about. I, <laughs> it really is. Like it really is. Um, I just don't. You know, like Capitol Police. Like every police <laughs> force can probably be criticized. Um, you know, I just don't understand what they were thinking at they arrested, all. They arrested Joyce Beatty. Yeah. And like that would have been a non event for everybody else in the country. <laughs> but by virtue of arresting them, now it's like a thing. So, like, in some ways, thanks. Um, yes. But it's just truly insane to me that that's. That, that that happened. It's uh, I mean, uh, whatever. I don't even know where to start. I I I really don't because how about really you start, is. sir, by giving us your wowsers? Yeah, I will. I will. I just what a what a what a joke. Um, so my wows and pals. Let's see. <clears throat> if I have a wow, I guess you know what. Honestly. I, my wow for this week was just like today. And uh, full disclosure, I like called off work today and just took like a mental health day. Like I I had to do it. I um you know so the Kentuckians uh, ground you down. Mm, well, they got so, to I mean it, I, that's that's probably part of it. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie, but the the biggest part of it, I guess, or or whatever, was um. So the job is just, uh, man, and I hate to say this because I know, you know, I'm working from home, you know, and I get it. like people hear that and you're like, oh man, you got it easy, like yeah, it's perfect. No, you, you don't. Know. You know what I mean? It's like whatever. What do you got to worry about? Um, I and and not to not to go too much into more detail about the, the job that much, but uh. Like a certain, you know, like I guess like the child tax credit or whatever got, uh, like released yesterday. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people started seeing that, but it 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 was just a, an extra, like an absorbent amount of more calls than than should have been. It it was just too much. Like you, I don't think any human being can take like you know eight hours a day of just like getting cursed out at, like just cursed out. When there's like literally nothing you can do about it, um, and like whatever it is, the situation is completely out of your hands, and you're like literally the bearer of bad news, and like you start to realize like your job is just to take the brunt of like, you know, you're the pawns, like you just get sent out to get slaughtered, 
And uh, it's day in, day out. Day in, day out of that. And I had to, uh, yesterday just really got to me. And I, and I don't think people talk about it enough. I don't think people like make this, uh, make this normal enough for people to like just take the day off or whatever. Like it's almost ta- a taboo thing to do or, or, or to say sometimes, you know, and, 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 he, I, and I'll be honest, like I couldn't, aff- I can't afford to take a day off. You know, I, I can't, I shouldn't have, but I don't think anybody should be put in a, in a position where they have to choose between like literal sanity and like, you know, having to sit there and like, I mean, literally wanting to blow your fucking brains out, you know, halfway through like your shift. That's not normal. Like, that's just not normal. And I've never been put in, in that kind of position, like, in my adult life, like, Early, you know, and I, I want to say adult life. I'll change that. I want to say like my professional, my professional career, my professional life. You know, and it, it just goes to show how important, um, or not not just how important, but I, you know, I guess like it goes to show like why people don't want to go back to any job, just any job, just any regular old job. You know, like why people don't want to just go go back to doing whatever it is or. You know, regardless of how the job pays, there's a big movement now across the country. You know, it's like a, a transition period almost where people are realizing, I don't care almost how much money I'm making to a certain extent. Like, none of this fucking matters because look what just happened. You know, so let me find something that like I I'm that'll be that I'll be happy doing or whatever it is. And and I, and I think more people are doing that. More people are realizing, like, this isn't what I wanted. Uh, or it's not, not even like this isn't what I wanted, but, you know, it's, it's not like it's, it's a sham. You know, whether it's whether the business or the job or the company lied to you or whether, you know, you lie to yourself and you're just realizing it. Um, <clears throat> that's what's happening. And, I, I you know, it's. All, all this to say, <laughs> needless, I, I needed a fucking day off, you know, and I don't and, and it sucks that, yeah, I, you know, I felt guilty about it. And I know other people feel guilty about doing the same. And they shouldn't, you know, because I, I it, it's just not talked about enough, uh, maybe almost like a certain class of jobs, the amount of mental stress that a regular human should not have to go through. Um, so that was my fucking wow with all hey. the negative bullshit aside was yeah, I fucking played FIFA this morning. I indulged myself in the young adventures of Indiana Jones <laughs> like on Paramount Plus, which I love. I'm obsessed with this show apparently. There's 28 episodes. I'm like nine episodes in. They're like hour and a half each. <laughs> <laughs> no commercial break. Mm. I mean, second episode in, they're already doing like brown face. I'm like, oh my God. Oh. horrible. But it's crazy because like the positives of the show outweigh the negatives of that almost. It's I don't know how to I don't know how to explain. <laughs> You'd have to watch the episode to know what I'm talking about. I still don't. You know, like uh, I condone episode two of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, but 
<laughs> you know, where I'm at now, they're, you know, he's fighting in World War One. It's just great. Um, so that was my wow. My pal uh, would be um, just kind of finding out again, like, hey, another uh, insurrectionist arrest made here in Florida of cop and a pastor at a Christian church in Windermere and his son. Um <laughs> And, and and I only bring it up as a pal because this is kind of one of the uh, like reoccurring topics I, I feel like we've been kind of bringing up the last couple weeks. And uh, when I had Ann Eskamani on, we spoke about it a little bit, kind of like, you know, what the fuck is going on? Like Florida is leading, you know, at that time, Florida was tied with Texas, uh, but they were still, you know, head and shoulders above any other state and arrest made for uh, the insurrection. And uh, now Florida is definitely like number one. And the last, you know, several arrests that have been made that I've seen and have been out on the news and I posted on our page uh, have been like pastors from a church and cops, you know, and their family members. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of like my, my pal, because it's like, I hate to be like the guy, like I told you so about all the shit I've been saying the last couple of weeks about just how it all just goes hand in hand. Like, you know, um, the cops, the, the, the police force here and, 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 and how they're just infiltrated with, you know, these racist bigots and I, it, it, I, I don't know, you know, and, and again, you would think like, why, why wouldn't, and I'm jumping from another subject here, but you would think, you know, they're Christian, right? And they go to church and they're cops. Like, who holds them accountable? Like, why, these, these, like where are the morals? Where, where have they gone? What happened? What happened? Trump. <laughs> <laughs> the end of teaching critical thinking skills in school. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It, like, that that's another reason why it's almost like, you know, it makes me want to leave, like, Florida. I, do it. Do it. You know, <laughs> I know it, it, it's so, you know, it's easier said than done. And at the same time, I'm not going to lie, you know, I, I built a support system around here. And, you know, the connections I have, you know, where you've just been at a certain place, it, it's tough, but sometimes whatever, maybe you have to take that leap, maybe you have to take that next step or whatever, it is what it is, but it is, it's just, why would anybody want to be around all these people that are left and right, you know, these are, these are our community members, like, Windermere is, is here, you know what I mean, Ross? Oh, I know what you mean. I'm not surprised. I'm not worried. You know my stance already. Yeah. So yeah, you don't, right. you don't, not, you don't need to keep I, going I, I back on it. Like I'm surprised. I need to stop acting like I'm surprised. You know, so yeah, that's that's um that's par for the course. That is par for the course. And um I mean if you if you if you think back long enough to about <clears throat> 20 years ago. That 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 there's like a direct correlation with the the way the state and I say the state, not necessarily the state of Florida, but just the state, the government structures and the church have been ran for years. Really, I say 20 years ago, but that's only like making reference to, you know, evangelical Christians and all of that. But really, it's just 
it's just par for the course, man. It's just par for the course. I heard, and I forgot where I heard it from. This guy was like, history doesn't necessarily repeat itself, but it rhymes, you know? And I really liked that statement because shit, man, this is where we at. This is where we are. Um, when you when you are in the situation where you're 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 sitting in a church and you feel like yo this this is getting a little cultish not because of what my man is saying but because of the fact that nobody's questioning what he's saying right and then you have a situation where you have law enforcement members who are at that church and then you have people who are not who are in church but not really to be in church i mean there's a whole there's a whole episode there's a whole uh, i'm sure that there's a somebody's already done some sort of uh academic research on it. I'm sure that there's a dissertation out there hmm. that, that that can point and connect all these dots. So yeah, no, I'm 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 of the mind, I'm of the mind that um it's it it won't be it it won't be much better anywhere because it's just like heads is all over the place. But yeah, the the Florida Florida seems like they're more emboldened. That's the that's the only death to me. Just seems like the Floridians, the Floridian people who were part of this insurrection. If you think it was an insurrection, because some people say it was just tourists taking a walk through the U.S. Capitol. Oh, and occasionally decide to take a shit and and harm kill some, some cops and, kill some and cops. harm some law enforcement officers. But <laughs> still, I'm gonna, we're gonna we're gonna respect their views, right? Um, yeah, I'll take the latter on that one, bro. But um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it is what it is, man. This 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 is like this is the great state of Florida, yeah. And not to like not to get off subject, but you know, I guess another uh, the next question that always comes to my mind right after that, and I see things like that. It's like, why would anybody, like, why would anybody continue to go to that church, you know, or any church, like, to support, like, when you know those are the kind of people. That well, your, well, well, that well that's your, the thing. But what if, but what if your, that's your, your ideology as well? In your clergy or whatever, if you know. But what if that's your that ideology are, as well? But what if you you know what if these are the people that are sitting next to you? These are the people that you know when when the pastor says turn around and shake hands and and say hi to whoever, and it's just like oh yeah, this guy right here might have been uh, up in uh, D.C. at the insurrection. Right? Like, how do you know? You get what I'm saying though? Like, and you're but like, many why? people why don't have, continue? Many people like, don't have a problem with that. I do. That's why I haven't been. That's why I haven't been in various churches in a good amount of time. I would think because they're such good Christians, they should have a problem with it, right? Right. That's and, that's my thing. Yeah, <laughs> but you're wrong <laughs> because they don't have a problem with it. You're right. Themselves <laughs> and to be right. Listen, God never wrote about what to do when your dear leader has the election stolen from him. Okay, they just they didn't know what to do. That's true. And like, that's why their heads exploded and killed to be, cops. To be fair, like, to be fair, there are no elections in the Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were they supposed to do? Oh my! Oh my! So wait, can we go back to the mental health day for a second? Sure, sure, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I'm glad you're talking about it because. I do think that this past year has made everybody reevaluate things. Um, and I've become kind of obsessed with the topic. Um, 
And in October of last year, I left my last job because my mental health just like, I literally told my boss, I was like, I can't, I'm at the maximum dose of my anxiety anxiety medication. Like I literally can't take anymore. (laughs) Um, And I was lucky enough to be in a position where I could afford to switch jobs. Uh, But in doing so, I had to forfeit a raise. I had to forfeit my bonus. Like, you know what I mean? There were, there were consequences, but I was at a high enough salary where I had the privilege or luxury of being able to choose my, you know, to prioritize my mental health. Um, And now I am very happy at my job. You know, I, I actually told my bosses recently, I said, they were asking me, you know, do I want to stay in family law, et cetera, because it's obviously not what I set out to do. Um, And I basically said to them, like, I've reevaluated my whole thinking on work where I just want a job where I can pay my bills and I like the people I work with. And like both of those are satisfied here and I'm going to get life satisfaction from things outside of our jobs. Like I feel like our generation was sold this idea that you have to go get your dream job. And like nobody ever, like very few people ever get their dream job. And it just sets us up for like unrealistic expectations. And then of course we're like, constantly disappointed so I've kind of shifted my thinking and my job now very much prioritizes my mental health and I just feel like for people that have a comfortable standard of living like myself it's like on us to push that message down and to prioritize mental health for like my admin staff and like you know because it's not going it, to, it's going to be hard for it to come from the bottom up. Um, other than the fact that all these employers need to hire right now and they're having hiring issues, but I just don't see them making structural changes to really change people's mental health until the people at the top push it downwards, which kind of sounds like trickle down economics. And I don't mean for it to sound like that. But <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's sort of the same where I feel like people in my position that have, job security should be open about the fact that they smoke weed right like you should be using your privilege to say like i smoke weed and yet i still get my shit done right why are people in jail um yeah but so that's the question though why why don't you know these old heads quote unquote you know in these companies like like uh you know are open about like yeah i smoke weed yeah i'm uh i I have i'm depressed i have depression you know or yeah this had in the third instead of like being some raging alcoholic who like 80% of the time either beat their wives or whatever it is, you know what I mean? And then that trickles down to everybody else. Yeah. And like the mental health is like, yo, you know, you're ashamed to take, you know, it's, it's looked bad upon to look to take a, a, a day off like that or whatever it is. Like, well, it's like, like to me, that's the question. Like, why are these guys still holding on to this like old school mentality where people think like you have to work yourself to the bone to be successful? Yeah, uh, I think it's greed. And I think it's just being locked in their ways, I think, in a lot of ways, because. When, I, and, and not to cut you off, but when they're not even working, of course, you know, 20 <laughs> hours a week. <laughs> greed. <laughs> so. um, but I think like our generation has to put forth a new narrative. Like if my mental health is not functioning at its optimal level, I'm also not going to perform at my optimal level. Um and also so then they'll say i'll get somebody who will right, right. and, and the thing? thing is is like you you have to shift minds where it's like oh well that person's not reliable because i don't know if they'll meet the jo- job task you know deadline 
that day, right? There's all sorts of complicated pieces, and that's why so many people don't talk about their mental health openly at work. Um, I just feel like I'm now in a position in my career, and I am supported by the people in my office where I can talk openly about it. I can say, like, I wasn't feeling it today. Like, I took a two-hour nap in the middle of the day, right? But then I got up and I finished my work. <laughs> uh, you just couldn't call me for two hours. That was great. That was great. I like that statement. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it, it's just, it's so important. And there are so many people that would like to be able to talk about it openly and can't, they feel like they can't or, or they actually can't for fear of reprisal. So um, I don't know what my end point is on that, except that, I'm glad you spoke about it, and I'm glad you took the day, and fuck them. <laughs> yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, I just, I, I guess my whole thing is, like, I, you know, it's a shame that, you know, anybody else who does this or in my position, you know, me has to, like, not fully enjoy the day because there's still that impending or, like, that looming factor of, like, oh, my God, like, no job security, you know, for the most part. Um, you know, and, and you just never know what, what the outcome of that would be, you know, because it's just like, yeah, well, whatever, fuck you. You know what I mean? You don't want to come to work today. Well, you know, we don't care anymore. We got somebody else. Right. Like, or, or, you know, or people are looking for a job. So it's like, Oh, we can fire you and hire somebody new. Yeah, um, exactly. But um, regardless, uh, with all that said, I still feel like it was the right thing to do because oh yeah, most definitely yeah. yeah. You know it's uh, you know I, I, you know like nobody, you know nobody can tell you like like nobody could tell you really what to do unless you know they like literally are going through the exact shit you're going through. I guess. Um, also, and, like, and not life wise, but even professional wise, just job wise, you know, career wise or whatever. So. In the long term, too, it's just like it's not worth being miserable at a job long term. And like they treat everybody as expendable, and it's time that we treat jobs as expendable. <laughs> I think, you know, oh, yeah. I'm, with you, I'm with you with the, on that one. Like you'd get another job. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Ross, Yo. wows and pals. Oh, words. Um... <laughs> My mine are gonna be short so we could you know keep the show moving and whatnot. But um my wow was um earlier this week. We um you know I went, I went to pick up my son from his uh summer camp and uh and the dude was like, Oh, um your son has a great vocabulary, by the way. And I was like, Oh yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I was like, Yeah, sure, you know, whatever. And then he goes, No, 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 no. Like they played this game, which was like word in a word i don't know if you're familiar with it basically like you'll see a word and then it's like oh write down as many words that you can derive from that word apparently my son was just out there writing all this all kinds of from the english (laughs) so so he was like yeah he even had the word adam and i was like what do you mean he was like yeah a-t-o-m i was like oh word (laughs) i was like yo I, i just i had a flashback of of having it on my lap when he was like a, a toddler and I was reading shit to him. I was like, yeah, pay it up. <laughs> Re- finally got to impress, you know, said the dude at summer camp. Yeah, that's what I wanted. 
<laughs> nah, um, so that was so that was a that was a good moment. It's just you know it makes you feel good as a as a parental unit. Um, it's it's kind of cool that there was also a moment um earlier this week where where a coworker, where an old coworker of mine was like texting me. She's Colombian, right? And so um you know there's like been all this intertwining between Colombia and, and and Haiti apparently. So she was just like, yo, I'm so embarrassed that you know Colombia's involved in all this and this that and the third in terms of like. The, the, the quote unquote mercenaries and all that. And then she was like, oh, by the way, I spoke with an old student that we used to have. And I was like, ah, right, yo, if you if you still talk to him, just tell him I said, what's up? And then I guess she texted him right away. And then he wrote out like, you know, this whole thing in response to her and she shared it with me. And that was kind of like a, a heartwarming moment. So that that was cool. Um, and what do you mean? What do you mean? You wrote out what, what heart, heart moment and what like uh, oh, not well, Rosa. let me let me give you let me give you like the last. The last tidbit. Let me uh yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, now I gotta get on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean you can't just say Bruh. that and then be like, oh, it's like uh, uh hold on, wait a second. Uh kinda wanna know yeah, what to talk Bruh. about now. <laughs> um boom boom boom. Yeah, she was like, uh what is this? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh yeah, he's like um Tell him thanks for all the help, man. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he writes out this whole thing. And then at the end, he's like, tell him I said I miss him. And thanks to him, I've continued on my financial journey. Yo, oh. you know what I'm saying? Like, you you get that. You're like, damn. All right, man. My I guess I'm doing financial job that I feel about all the time. Okay. Okay. So, so, that, so that, was, that, was a good, that was a good one. And, Is he uh, robbing that, people, though? What, what do you mean? Say that again, sir? Is he robbing somebody? Nah, 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 nah. He's like, he's like in school. He's trying to, he's trying to become, he's trying to become a physician assistant. Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know, but, but he's, but he's had some hardships in his life. So, um, so he's, he's run into a lot of, um, a lot of roadblocks, you know what I mean? He's ran into a lot of roadblocks. And when he was a student of mine, you know, I was just kind of like, Hey, you know, try you're trying to help people navigate through the system. That's See. that's the best way I can I can put it, you know. So it, it was it was cool because yeah, you know, he, he like grew up in a in a foster home and so he didn't really have um he didn't really have a safety net. Mm. You know, like my like my daughter still lives with her, she's 19, right? But when you're in the system, once you're 18, you out. Yeah. yeah. So if you didn't, so if you, so if you don't necessarily have that, like you have education benefits, so it'll pay for school, but you know, you still need housing. You still need a caring environment to help you thrive. Mm-hmm. It takes a village as they say, and old doesn't take a village. So, and, and the, the older you get, you realize through your relationship as an adult with your parents that, you know, parenting is a that goes on and on it's like it's not yo i'm 18 and then that's it right so you know you, you like now I'm, I'm like i'm 38 and i still have moments of like yo it, it'll be good to have if, if i was able to like go back and talk to like an og you know somebody in my family like mom dad like hey this is what i got going on right now in my life like what what advice do you have so imagine not having had that at all so yeah i'll tell so, i'll tell you one thing though not to diminish that because that's a very important thing to have, you know, but, you know, sometimes they don't even have the answers, man. 
No, and that's okay though, yeah. because you still get some sort of support. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's that, not necessarily you're right about that. You're right you know, about it's that. not just like yo them giving you game, but it's the idea that yeah they don't know and like yo I don't know, but I got your back. Whatever it is that you're doing. Facts. So that's that's good to have, but neither here nor there. My pal is um is is I had something else, but a couple minutes before I even actually it was yeah it was right before I called you I, I saw that um I saw that the great Bismarck he passed away man yeah bro and I was like damn damn because he because he had some cuts. Bismarck, he had some cuts, and I know a lot of people like that. Uh, that just a friend joint. Yeah. He had he had the other joint, the vapors. She called the vapors, yo. That yeah, that was, one was fresh. That was like Biz, I I loved Biz when I was like when I was a kid, but just I, I mean you know he he I, I, he was the he really was kind of like uh part of the essence of like hip hop. Yeah. Yeah, I um, one of my favorite memories of Bismarck is watching late night TV, and he was set to perform, and I don't remember who it was, whether it was Conan, Leno, <clears throat> um, Dave Letterman. I don't remember, but what I do remember is that I stayed up, waiting for him to come on, and when he came on, my man played Benny and the Jets on the piano. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah, he's he was a musician. Like he really that was. that was his performance, and I was just like, no disrespect to um, Elton John, but that was the first time when I like had real appreciation for that song because it was seeing like somebody who like I actually idolized, you know, somebody I actually like looked up to perform, and I was like, damn. Then I went back Napster and went ahead and listened to the Elton John version. Yeah, so so that was my pal, really, is the the passing of uh, of the great Biz Marquis. Mm. You know the the, the what do you call him the clown prince of hip hop. Yeah, facts. The Juice Crew representer. So yeah, that, those are my wilds and pals. Mm. Dang man, I feel bad for everybody because like our wilds and pals took up the whole first hour. You know what though? <laughs> we played the song at the beginning. Be reunited. Yeah. yeah. So it was. So it was a minute. We needed to. We needed to. And we needed to get some things off our chest, whether it's about Kentucky or just your own mental health. Because I mean, let's keep it real. Like I didn't say much because you guys did so well during that conversation about like taking those mental health days and how important it is. And yeah, because to your job, most of the time there are there are some jobs where you are valued, and that's great. But a lot of times, to your job, you are replaceable within two to three weeks. Uh, but, oh, I mean, at, at at the latest, right? But to the people in your life who matter, yourself included, there's only one you. So you can't let the warranty run out on your wellness, and that includes your mental health. So now nah, take them days off. I, I, it is sad that, and especially uh, in American culture, whether it's hip hop, whether it's just the culture itself, as far as like mainstream, we value so much. The, the idea of work hard, the idea of hustling, the idea of grinding. But when you read the definition of what grinding is, that is nothing attractive. And also, you're grinding to make other people richer. Trade up. I, and it's funny you say that 
Yeah. Because while you're while you guys were talking, I was thinking of John Henry. You know the tall tale of John Henry and well, how like, John Henry Irons, like the railroad. Yes, that's yeah. what I was thinking about. Because how the real the real John Henry had a heart attack, fucking <laughs> like building the rail, overworking himself to death. That exactly, because he was trying to beat a machine, bro. Yeah. He was trying to prove to the boss man that he was more valuable than the machine. And by doing that, he overworked himself and he died. He died. Why? Because of what Emily just said. He was trying to make somebody else rich. I mean, you oh. can grind if you're self-employed. Do that. <laughs> so, otherwise, yeah. <laughs> you're not getting anything special. So, yeah, I'm, I have no qualms about spending all the time that we did the last hour. Facts. I wish uh I just wish it was more of a norm in the uh in the corporate, you know, professional world, business world, whatever, adult world. Um you know, we just gotta get these old heads out of the way. Honestly, like that old school mentality has to be kind of thrown out the window because just cause they live through it doesn't mean that it's okay. <laughs> right on. That's you true. Know, Just because you made it doesn't mean it was the right thing to do. I agree. Yeah. Like, it's like, all right, I'm sorry you had to go through that. But that doesn't make it a rite of passage for yeah, this is, else. Let's not normalize this. Yeah. It's not that none of that is normal. Like, I'm telling you, the amount of stress, like all that, like all the shit that humans are going through right now, like us, for especially with everything that's happened, you know, and, and I always refer to this, like the conversation I had with my mom, um, about just the pandemic in general and whatever, you know, over the last year or so. Um, she's like, that. there's just, there's really nothing I could have done to prepare you for this. Like this, <laughs> nobody, like what could have, I think nobody could have done anything. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what, that this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I, with that being said, it's one of those like, yo, like, like that's what it is. Like as cheesy and cliche as the, you know, this is like life throws curveballs, Right. And like, you have to adjust and people think like, like, no, just keep swinging, you know, like it's a fastball and you, you'll hit the fastball. You'll be all right. Well, not. Nah, what if it's just a bunch of curveballs? So you got to learn how to hit some curveballs and like, huh, you know, as a society, I hope we get there soon. Cause if not, we're going to lose a lot of young, talented minds, you know, but I really think people, you know, obviously corporations have huge power over the workers, but we also have a place to demand better benefits, better work-life balance, better yes. all that stuff. Yes. Um, especially right now when people are clamoring for hires. So. Yeah, I mean, after a pandemic, they still don't want to give people PTO and health insurance. Right, right. <laughs> That's wild. wild. But but they'll give you a free cell phone, right? <laughs> they'll, give, they'll give you a free cell phone and a, and a $500 bonus to sign on, but they won't give you the shit that matters. Well, and that's why I think a lot of this is going to have to come from people that have better job security and, and bargaining power. They don't care, though. Well, you know, like, it's not normal for a for an attorney at my level to say I'm not going to work nights or weekends unless I have a trial. But yet that's like the deal that I've struck with my bosses, right? Like we're small enough where I'm able to make those sorts of demands. Whereas if I was at a big 
you know, top 100 firm. I obviously couldn't, and they would grind me into a pulp every day. You're like, um, yeah, all right. who's next? So like, you know, but I'm working on big law money. You know, that's a trade-off I've made. Um, but like, I do think, and I keep saying this to my firm, like, I think our generation also wants to be part of businesses that know that they're taking care of their employees. And so I've said to them, like, we should actually advertise the fact that we take care of our staff because people are going to start gravitating there, right? Like, there's a reason that we don't want to shop at places that treat their employees like shit. Um, That's true. Hmm. That's true. I like it. Emily coming down with the knowledge hammer. I like it. I mean, hopefully, hopefully it's it, it's a trend. You know, I, I said this before. We are like this last year, it it, it put us in like a, a period of transition. You know, and um, we'll see now if like not only people, but like if uh, corporations are going to get like left behind in this time of transition. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. I All mean, right. Well, most of the corporations have done well during this time. <laughs> Oh, stock yeah. market is up. <laughs> I I would say, I would say definitely a select few for sure. But overall, um, the majority of the American working public, uh, small businesses, yes, yeah, yeah, they're just they've been fucked and they don't care. They they're still okay with being fucked, which is weird. I don't. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, Kentucky, what are we gonna do about you, Kentucky? <laughs> what are we gonna do? All right. Let's take a break because uh, we I, I do want to get to this stuff like on the second half real quick because uh, I'm not gonna lie the free Britney shit is interesting especially because like she Matt made a Gates, post while we've been talking. What's that? She made an Instagram post while we've been talking. Oh really? Yes. Oh, even better. I need to. All right, let me make a refill <laughs> of my drink. We'll see why these stupid Republicans are behind free Britney for some reason or just Matt Gates. Unless he just really wants to sympathize to like women, which is weird because uh, I guess he's a creep. But <laughs> uh, so yeah, we got some Stephen A. Smith racist sh- stuff, which is, you know, it's perfect because he, I, I, you know what I do? I, I do have something to say about him. It won't take long. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and, and we might have some other stuff real quick, maybe some local stuff. I do want to talk about the uh, Osceola School Board District real quick. Anyways, we'll be right back. Guys, uh, stick with us. Well, obviously, I don't know. I mean, whatever. It's literally going to be like a second break for them. <laughs> <laughs> but for us, I need to take a minute to uh, refill my gross Western Suns and uh, ginger drink here. Um, Ross, thanks for reminding me about our good friend today but a year to make love she uh, let me tell you a story of my situation yes yes yeah the great marcel feel home yes so we'll 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 exit out to biz nobody beats the biz uh and we'll be right back 
Turn it up. My bad. I was like, what's wrong with this? Why is it so low? My bad, people. Uh, this goes out to you. And all that good stuff. All right. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody back. Welcome back. Can I use my, like... My sexy voice? Is that a real thing? Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, all right, my bad. (laughs) Yes. I mean, she's right. I don't really have one. (laughs) I've I've been told I sound like a Muppet, so... (laughs) Waka Muppet? Waka Waka Waka. Damn, that's just disrespectful. Uh, I mean, Brown Adam Sandler, that's pretty bad. Ew. That's why I don't shave. That's why I have like the beard and now the mustache, you know? That's Mm. why? I mean... Didn't didn't we have to be clean? Like we had to have like we had to be clean shaven at Carabas, correct? Yeah. Uh, I, I feel, feel like that was a thing. Were allowed because for some reason they're weirdly allowed at places. Yeah, I I never had, I got away with scruff and everybody got mad at me for that. I remember a lot of the guys would. And I'm like, well, it's not much stubble compared to like <laughs> some people. Are you kidding me? I. But back then, I couldn't grow any facial hair, really. (laughs) (laughs) It is what it is. (laughs) It was a different story. Bro, I I think I was was probably about, like, maybe 28, 29, or a full beard. No, I think you started younger. A full beard? No, I had a goatee. Oh, a beard. I thought you meant it. I was like, you were not 28. No, no. I had a goatee. Well, in my twenties, like early twenties, I I could grow a mustache and th- that whole goatee thing was. Oops, I had that. Everything else around my face, non-existent until I was almost thirty. I don't know, Ross. What's up with you, man? When are you gonna grow a mustache? What do you mean, bro? <laughs> when I'm gonna grow a mustache? <laughs> 
Nah. So two things. Number one, my mustache doesn't grow well. You feel me? Like I'll, I'll grow a beard. I'll grow a beard, but my mustache will grow, right? Like I'll, I'll, I'll grow enough for you to know that I have a mustache. And then the sides, like the sides by the corners, like above the corners of my mouth, will grow longer. Ross, like whiskers. Ross has a very French mustache. Like straight up. Like he his he he has a very like that is a French that's a French mustache. Ross, what you what you would grow is a pencil thin French mustache. That is. <laughs> it's just oh yeah. Oh, it's perfect. I love it. You you should let it grow. Nah. <laughs> oh, good nah. Times. Good times. All right. Well, we're back. I'm not. I don't want to waste any more time because I'm, I'm going to get sidetracked. Oh, 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 about mustaches. You're Fast beautiful. And dirty. Let's lips. do it. Yeah. Um. So second half. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, huh? The homie. I mean, I, and I feel like a lot of people didn't uh, didn't really realize what happened, and, and like you know, understandably so. Um, give us, give us a quick, give us a quick run around, because you, you, you were more, uh, you're more well, well versed in the life of Stephen A. Smith than I am. The the thing is like uh like ESPN and like the media itself and everybody they did a very good job of like uh quelling this uh this story. That's what they you do. What I mean? Oh my god. I mean it, 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 I, and it was just like you know you didn't hear from it uh from that point on. Um you know he he, he apologized because uh, this this happened about four or five days ago, about three days ago, he apologized, and then uh, he went on like a show on first take and he apologized for his remarks that he made. Um, but uh, let me let me try to get a little bit more uh, more like details and specifics for everybody before I just start kind of like ranting and raving about this dumbass of a you know caricature that he is. Um, Let's uh, and, and and while I do that as well, uh, let's get some um, like, I guess just some facts out there because these are facts. Uh, baseball is like a a, a world, like a, a world game, right? What what's the word I'm what's the word I'm looking for when it's like something uh like universal? Global, global. It's a global sport. Global sport. Thank you. Very well said. So. You know, when you want to look at the majors now, and it's funny because everybody says it's like America's pastime, but you look at the sport now, I want to say uh, something like 10 to 12% of the entire big leagues are Dominican alone. Hmm. Like just Dominican. Okay. That's not including Puerto Rican, Venezuelan, Cuban, uh, you know, Asian, wherever it's either Japanese or Chinese or Korean uh, or whatever. Like, that's a pretty big fucking percentage of just, especially Dominican Republic being as small of a country as it is. Um, so to say that it's, like, not a global game or, or whatever, you know, I, I don't know. Like, like, no. I, and not to say it's not a global game, I, I guess to say, like, it's, to keep saying it's America's pastime, I think it's a little, uh, um, like, naive now to say that. Um, number two, um, 
throughout the sport of baseball, that especially because it's such a large, uh, like Hispanic, uh, you know, like percentage of the game, like a lot of Cubans, a lot of people from South America, everywhere, like they're translators. That's never been that has that that's just a thing. Like my my I, shout out to Nelson, my boy Nelson. I, I went to school with him. Yo, he was a translator for Yoannis Cespedes for the Mets, nice. and like a translator for uh, uh, the Rays. I forget what player out there, you know. And he works for the Marlins as well. Like that was just the normal thing. Nobody said anything, and we all remember when Yoannis Cespedes was like the face of baseball for those couple seasons, right? When he played yeah. for the Mets, like we know the name, we know who he is. Big gold chain coming in that like weird three wheel car, you know, to spring training. Like nobody batted an eye. So I guess, um, like Stephen A. Smith took issue with uh, like Shohei Otani, um, particularly, I guess, being the face of baseball now and not really being able to speak English as well. <laughs> but the th- and, and this is another fact I'm going to throw out there. Like he has a, he's he knows how to speak English. He just has a translator for like the, uh, I guess kind of like the subtleties and like the nuances of the American right, language, right. right? Does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense. Um, and and because he's such a popular figure, he doesn't want his words to be misconstrued. Um. But, like, you know, Stephen A. Smith, like, this is one thing he said, you know, he doubled down his comments that he said on First Take on Twitter. He said, if you are a sport trying to integrate yourself with the American public the way Major League Baseball is because of the problems that you've been having to deal with in terms of improving the attractiveness of the sport, it helps if you spoke the English language. That, and that's just what he said on Twitter. Yeah. You know, like, what he said on Center, or, I'm sorry, First Take, was probably one of the most uh, ignorant things ever said by somebody like that. But then it just like kind of reaffirmed for me and doubled down that like Stephen A. Smith is a fucking moron, and he yeah, always has been. He's a goof. Um, he said he said uh, the fact that you got a foreign player that doesn't speak English that needs an interpreter. Believe it or not, I think it contributes to harming the game to some degree. When that's your box office appeal, basically he's the face of the sport and he doesn't talk English. Yo, maybe Stephen A. Smith's from Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I believe with the Kentucky, <laughs> with the Kentucky reach back. Facts. That's really all I can contribute to this segment. <laughs> And then and then he and then he he's been he's been backpedaling, but then he's still like you said, doubled down, saying shit like, "Oh well, you know, it doesn't help, but like you know, it, it'll be better for endorsements and this." And I'm like, "Yo, does no, it doesn't? It doesn't matter. He's a superstar where he comes from. It's not all about the American market. And since when does it matter whether or not somebody can speak English, especially when it comes to sport, especially when it comes to baseball? You just ran down the history, bro. You've had heads who don't talk, whose English is not their first language in the game, doing their thing for decades. Roberto Clemente, straight up, who who they would who they who they would fuck up, fuck around with, and call him Bob, and he had to be like, "Nah, motherfucker, my name is Roberto." You know what I'm saying? But yeah, 
Sammy Sosa during him and Mark McGuire's home run war, like in 98. Sammy Sosa had a fucking translator. Now Sammy Sosa is like chalky well, white. I don't know guy. what's up with him, but that's another story. That's that's just to show you that money wasn't a problem. Yep. Even though English wasn't his first language. Because yep. he's literally he literally bought his way into whiteness. Emily, you should see a photo. So if you if you really want, Google Sammy Sosa in 1998 and Google Sammy Sosa. Yeah, just do Sammy Sosa before and after. Yeah, it's ridiculous. That but, but that literally yeah. that's a whole other that's a whole other episode. We so I, I, so that so that statement is very pretentious. Um but you said something that makes me not want to comment much on it. Because <laughs> you said he's a bubbling idiot, and that's true. Well, I, I mean, he is, and it's a shame because at one point in his career, he was like looked at and viewed as like a respected journalist and like a sports, uh, like a sports journalist, you know, and 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 a sports uh, figurehead. And now he's li- he's literally just a caricature of 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 who he is. Like, yeah, he gets paid twelve million a year. By ESPN, most by anybody ever. Like that's he gets paid more than college coaches and NBA coaches. Like and that's, that's what and that's what he does. He says dumb stuff like this. Yep, and that and they give him twelve million dollars a year to say shit like that. And then it's funny because now you know you just see like who he is. Like the you with comments like that. I, I I hate to say this, but it's like with comments like that that he said. It's almost you're trying. You see who he's trying to appeal to. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Given given his reputation, you still see who he's trying to appeal to, and and you see that, and yeah. it's funny. Well, well, Rachel Nichols told us right about about the 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 leadership at at ESPN who and, they are. And thank you, exactly. And that's what I'm trying to tie it to. So, you know, you know, but yeah, no, that was like so idiotic of him to say, and then. For him to like turn around, right? For him to turn around and then um just downplay just just downplay the names of uh of the Nigerian players, man. That see, so did that that was the other thing. Because it's funny, uh you know, like eight of the eight eight of the Nigerian players for the Olympic team. So people don't know this if, if you haven't been following uh the Olympic basketball team. Um, they've had a couple friendlies. They lost the first two back to back to Nigeria, and I forgot what other team. I don't know if it was. Uh, I think Australia. That's yeah, Australia was. gave them the business, I believe. Yeah. Um, but Nigeria's team has like eight NBA players on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never hear Stephen A. Smith make fun of these guys their their last names or anything during the NBA season. But all of a sudden, they're playing the U.S. and they're all, now national they're Nigerian, and he can't he can't pronounce their last names right. He's got to make fun of them, saying what an embarrassment that the U.S. team lost to somebody named Dokalokalopla or whatever he said. I don't even. Oh, don't oh even well, know. yeah, he, there was one of the names was or whatever his name is because he yep. couldn't say. It. And it's like, yo, man, that that's one thing that I was so um, impressed by sports reporters. Is that they always found a way to say the name? Yes, everybody knows everybody's names. Of all the I would athletes. get I would get to high schools early if I didn't know how to say this kid's name, and I would find him. Be like, yo, how do I say your name? 
I don't want to mess it up while I'm saying it live on air. <laughs> yeah. So. I, would t- I would tell my partner, I'd be like, hey, uh, but we're off air. I'm like, this is how you say that. So that was, that was, that was, that, that, that to me, that, I mean, it brings a whole bunch of other stuff to, to forefront, but definitely like just the disrespect. Again, it, it goes, it ties into what you said in terms of them or him rather trying to cater to somebody specifically to a specific group of people, to a specific demographic, I guess. But man, come on, Stephen A. You know better than that. You know better than that. I saw this post uh, earlier today online. Yo, shout out to Gisela. Well, you know what Gisela I'm talking about. Like, shout out to Gisela all day. Oh, um, damn. You didn't say a last name. Shout out to you. Yeah, that's why I, I caught myself. So, like, yeah, let me just, you know, let me not. But, uh, uh, you know, she posted something about uh, it was one of those things like, um, a, somebody who speaks with an accent like that's a sign of uh like strength or whatever or you know or like uh i don't know kind kind of like they overcame something you know or whatever like right they, right, they right power through it or whatever and, and and i get that and this and this is why i thought about this because the comments underneath made me just like want to puke because people are like yeah i've got a southern accent and i live in the north yeah so oh. it's like that like that that has nothing to do with it, you know. Oh, one guy's like, "I got a southern accent. I live in the UK." I'm like, "You, you, you still, you still, guys still speak English?" English you jerk. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like it, it's not like you had to learn a whole other language, you know, in this like somewhere else where you didn't know anybody. Like that's not what the whole that's not the meaning of the post. The meaning of the post is like, hey, you. You 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 overcame that obstacle, which you know it's like it's not even really an obstacle. It's like you you're like the people people that can learn another language. I don't know if people know like what it takes the capability, like the brain capability of that. As an adult, yes. As a grown man or woman, not as a kid growing up, but yes, as a full fledged adult. Yeah, full fledged. Emily, do you speak another language or no? I don't know. Not anymore. I, I mean, was- did you? Well, I was fairly conversational in Spanish when I lived in Orlando and was working in restaurants. Actually, but, yeah, you're right. I do remember that. And you're absolutely I, right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I knew the conjugations, you know, once you start to lose that, it's like. Only because really Koki. Only because Koki and like the kitchen at Carabo. <laughs> I swear to God. You know I, you're right. Know. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> no, truly. Oh. I mean, I, I had taken it in. in high school and college and and then working in a, in a restaurant obviously had its purpose um but i you know i've been in dc now for nine years i don't use it <laughs> i can barely follow along if someone's speaking it so. i wish i did and frankly i wish that latin was taught at all schools because i feel like if you understood that you could pick up most things oof latin yeah that's old that that was when I was in high school. They don't teach that anymore. It's dead, nope. right? Latin yeah, is a dead language. It, but I it, it, it was a dead language before we got to high school. Yeah, yeah. it's a dead unless, language, unless but I think school, it's like so it. fundamental to all. Yeah, know, as far as like language. etymology and stuff like that, I see. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, Stephen A. Smith is an idiot. 
He really is. It's just, it is. It's so so ignorant, the things that he said, especially in the sports world. I mean, even, and and let's step away from baseball, right? Like, let's go to basketball, which is like the big thing Stephen A. Smith does, right? Well, who's the big face on 2K this year? Fucking Luka Dantich, right? Where the fuck is Luka Dantich from, right? Somewhere in Eastern Europe, I forget. I, I, yeah, I, I like that but statement. Somewhere wrong. in Eastern Europe. <laughs> yeah, my bad. I'll find out where the fuck Luca's from. But uh, you know, regardless, it's just like um, Slovenia. Slovenia. Thank you. So it's like, listen, why? What? You don't language it in sport. It your uh, like your um. What you do, you know, your actions, your your athletic. Uh, that's literally, yeah, that's literally the ultimate meritocracy. Yeah, that's all that matters. Like, nobody cares if you speak English or not. Like, Aroldis Chapman has the fastest pitch, Guinness World Book of Records, and an MLB, right? 105 miles an hour or something like that. You know, has it on his license plate on his Corvette. Yo, I'm telling you, that guy does not know fucking English. I've seen him in, like, interviews. And dogs shit. are fighting. It's all good. Carry on. Let me go but see what's up with them. All I'm saying is he he doesn't know English like that. He's got an interpreter for sure. And that guy makes, you know, a lot of fucking money. Won a World Series with the Cubbies. And, like, uh, you know, I, I don't want to hear it about this face of baseball this, or the face of sports or whatever. Needing to know a specific language. If you can ball, you can ball. That's a language that you need to know. That's it. The the language of the crossover. <laughs> that's that's all you need to know. The language of the three-point shot. That's all you need to know. You'll shut everybody up. Kawhi Leonard speaks English and he doesn't he doesn't speak at all in any interviews. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know what everybody's like, yo, Stephen A. That's some dumbass ignorant shit. It really was. Yo, you know who else be doing dumbass ignorant shit? Ron DeSantis. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I, I don't know if you're going to bring him up like that already, but yeah, all right. Well, he's like, we got to move this along. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I, uh, you know, well, first off, you're selling koozies now. Don't Fauci my Florida. Oh, my God. I know. Uh, uh, I just saw a stat tonight that one out of every five new cases of COVID are coming from Florida. So. Amen. How yeah. great is that? As you're running for governor, how, something to be proud of. This, he, he's vaccinated, by the way. I hope people know that. But he doesn't want everyone else getting the vaccination. And he doesn't want people wearing masks. That's wild, right? And he's selling koozies. Saying, how can I drink my beer if I'm wearing a mask? Oh my yeah, yeah, yeah. god. Keep, keep that beer cold, son. Yeah. Um this guy, like when does it become like he's like a he's literally like a, a public danger, you know what I mean? To like like a, a public safety well, we danger. Literally or something. Had Trump's telling people to drink bleach, so <laughs> yeah, so the bar <coughs> yeah, you have to meet a very high threshold. I just don't get I just don't get anything that he is doing. Um that on top of the education thing because he's against critical race theory because he doesn't even know what it is. 
um because he's he scared i don't know what talks. it is i'm afraid okay. i descend this and i don't i don't know i went to i went to law school at harvard but yeah. i just can, can, i don't can, understand can uh, I yell about that for a second <laughs> yes please do <laughs> like it's so absurd because it it is a legal theory that isn't even taught at all law schools. Amen. I didn't have a class in legal, uh, in critical race theory. I had a very good friend that went to Georgetown at the same time as me. And the reason she chose to go to Georgetown was because she wanted to study under a particular professor that taught critical race theory. But at the time I went to law school, I don't think any other university in D.C., taught critical race theory right like it is an academic concept that is so far beyond most people's realm of comprehension yeah but like it's i mean it's very interesting and it's very important and like actually i think it should be taught at some lower levels but like the idea that it's going to like threaten an elementary school is just so just divorced from any basis in reality Talk about it, it. it's like a make made up argument Talk about it mm. Mm. so he went ahead and signed some or i don't i don't even know if it's a real thing what what are they teaching i mean they're they're not te- teaching critical race theory no they're teaching something else he, but also um, they weren't teaching it before yeah <laughs> Jesus, what was it, Ross? I, I American exceptionalism. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what he says. He says that it's like it's going to uh, it's going to emphasize American ex- uh, exceptionalism. So let's see. Um, let's see how that goes. It was what it was. Study primary source documents to understand the philosophical underpinnings of the American Republic and the root cause. Of American exceptionalism. One of the underpinnings was that uh, women were property and African Americans were three fifths of humans. So hold on, hold on. Say, say that all over again. What, what? We should we should keep them <laughs> we should keep them away from the voting booth. Yep. The, you, no. What what Ross just said about what the legislation is supposed to be about the underpinnings of the original documents. Well, the original documents thought that women were property, African Americans were three fifths of a human. You know, Ugh. you were free only if you were a white male who owned property. <laughs> or wore your daddy's suits and had little tiny hands and never got a haircut and looked like a fucking troll. I think, like that's, a, I think that's all a ploy. Ugh. What in the world is happening right now? Yeah. I mean, I, I just, why? Where? Like, what? Seriously, what happened? Like, just regular common sense like that's all that's well all. well i mean it's that's you see all. what's going on give I people sound like i sound like joe rogan you know arguing yeah. for like dmt right now never never thought anybody oh. would say that name yeah. on our podcast it's horrible and that's the thing but it's just like he that's just shows how crazy those people are <laughs> yeah no it's just people put people in that situation like hey you, you miss the miseducation of people in general, right? So just make sure that they don't worry about those things. And it's and when I say those things, I'm talking about a livable wage. When I say those things, I'm talking about, yo, we are still dealing with COVID-19. 
Yes, these numbers. So, well, that all right. I'm, I'm, I can't even talk because he stopped. Uh, like the following of like the numbers on this, right? He right. He 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 totally just stopped that department. He's like, all right, you guys are done. That's it. We didn't attract these numbers. Yeah, anymore. shut that down. Shut that down. Meanwhile, like these rates are going are, are skyrocketing through the roof here because the Delta variant, and only because like. Nobody in Florida is still vaccinated. Yeah, I think Florida's uh, number four right now. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Four. and it's like every like people people are literally dying. Yeah, the numbers have- aren't the, the numbers aren't that great in terms of the amount of people who are dying. But that's the thing: people are like dying. 40,000 <laughs> 40, Floridians. Um, and the number is definitely higher than that. Trust me. But forty thousand Floridians right now, right, dead because of this. I wonder how many of them didn't believe COVID was real. Well, most of the people that are getting it now, I think ninety-seven percent are just not vaccinated. Yeah, they're non-vaccinated. Yes, you're right. And so, so like, when I was down in Florida last week, it was shocking to me that like there was no mask wearing anywhere. Um, you know that all the people were vaccinated. I'm vaccinated, so like whatever. I've I've had it and I'm vaccinated, so like whatever. Um, but like there was no mask anywhere except the airport. And even at the airport they weren't enforcing masks. Ugh. Like even airport work like there's signs when you come in you have to wear a mask, but like even the workers weren't wearing their masks. Nah. Like how is this guy still allowed to be governor? Again, she just told you that there was a guy who was president who literally told people to drink bleach. There was a guy who was president who said maybe we could shine a light. Yes. Uh, maybe we could shine a light and then the rays like could just <laughs> kill the virus. That's yeah? why he is so orange. Yeah. Yeah, he gets mad light shined on him for sure. So, so yeah, that's that's how. This guy, I mean, he's running for re-election. What a buffoon. And we'll see how that goes. But yeah. Oh, he my. He wants to be the 2024 or 2022 candidate, or he wants to be uh, VP now, right? Like, that that's what he wants. <laughs> so. You know, uh, huh. oh, whatever. People just, you know, go get. <laughs> Go get vaccinated, all all eight of you listening to this show, <laughs> which which you probably they are probably all vaccinated are. right now. So I, you know, if you're still listening right now, yeah, you definitely be vaccinated. Yeah, facts. But if you're not, uh, I, you know, tell me why you don't want to, and I'll I'll let's I will buy you coffee. Let's go have lunch, and you can explain to me. Why you don't want to get vaccinated, and I will buy your lunch. That's, and that's then, a tough sell, bro. What's that? For me, that's a tough sell. Like I respect it. No, right? no, no. Because... I just want to. I just want to know, like, why? I want to buy your lunch. I want to. I want you to tell me why you don't believe in the vaccine, and then I'm gonna punch you in the face, really fucking hard. <laughs> well, do you know? You guys know that. Um... That some of the some of the people who are protesting or at least demonstrating in solidarity with the people in Cuba 
Um, some people have been have been arrested and they're literally getting charged with that Florida anti-riot law. Thank uh, thank you, DeSantis, for that. Another, that's another thing, DeSantis. Thank you. Thank you, Ross, for that. Because that's another thing. Yo, isn't that crazy? Ross is a parent. He's gonna keep us on task. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I keep it moving. I keep it moving. The thing is, this guy is just like one thing after another, and it's hilarious because the next thing I read, I remember he's like pleading the protesters here in Florida about you, like please uh, get off the road, because he also signed that law about like you know you can run over protesters now. Yeah. And now, like I, this guy's, I mean, you, oh god, Ross, help me. No, there's there's no helping. There's nothing left to say about the man. I don't I don't know what else can be said about the man. Um how you gonna how how are you going to sign a law that literally says, hey man, if you're driving your car and there are people in the middle of the street who are pro human beings, it's okay for you to run them over because they're in your way. Let's forget about human decency. Let's forget about public safety. No, 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 no. If you were to run these people over, that's okay. You have me. Matter of fact, (laughs) they aren't the ones to be in violation. You will not face any legal repercussions, any criminal repercussions whatsoever. And now here we are. You see what's happening in Cuba. Um, It's an issue, and I'm not going to dwell on it, but it's an issue that's united Cubans in the United States, whether they are conservative or progressive or liberal, whatever you want to call us. But it's like, hey, these people back home are in these streets protesting. Let's show some solidarity out here. And so they're doing that. And Mans is getting arrested because we live in a country of laws. How wild is that? And then he's over here, like, um, you know, just out here saying, well, you know, they're revolting against a, a corrupt communist dictatorship. And he's trying not to draw any similarities between the Cuban demonstrators and the people who were out there in these streets last year for Black Lives Matter. And it's like, no, nah, man, it's the same thing. They're protesting. They ain't doing anything crazy. They're just protesting. They're just, you know, exercising their their First Amendment rights. And here we are. People are people are being uh, people are being arrested for doing that shit. It's idiotic. Thank and you. it kind of like it. <laughs> I'm just reflecting on what you said, but it's also like optically gross that we as a country, not me personally, point the finger at Cuba and like, oh, look at how they treat dissidents. There's no freedom of speech, all of that. And then it's happening here and we're like violating people's freedom of speech. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about it. Mm. I, uh, I, uh, I mean, I don't exactly... I'll be honest. I 100% don't know exactly what's happening over there. Um, I think it's funny the media coverage that we're getting and how like uh, how coincidental it is that like it's like oh they're so bad and like these people like what I mean what's like what's really happening over there? I don't know. You know like do they really not 
Like, are they really are they really starving? Is that what's happening? Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I mean, is it for real or is it just like what the media is telling us? It's for real because it's not just and and it depends how you feel about foreign press, right? But you have other countries who are covering, like people who have diplomatic relationships with Cuba, like Canada, who are covering the, what's going you know, on over there. It's like, yeah. yeah. Is it just one of those things, like a ploy, they'll be like, all right, yeah, let's invade Cuba and like be like, all right, this is why uh, we faked you guys out. But it's just like, you know, this is why we wanted to come take over. No, it's just the situation where there's a shortage of food, man. And it's like, they're on on state limited salaries right they can't they can't earn in excess of what the government says and trump ended the policy of being able to remit payments to people in cuba so that has put the squeeze on and then there's been different shortages since then um Mm -hmm. and then with covid and everything they actually did a fairly good job of responding to covid but um Recently, there's been an uptick, and they're saying that like they're literally waiting in lines for. I was listening to NPR this morning. That like yeah, for vaccines, I yeah. No, no, no. They're waiting in hours in lines to get food, and then they're whatever they have available to get is not enough to have more than like one meal a day in some parts of Cuba right now. Yeah, and 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 regardless of what's happened in terms of civil liberties, Cuba has always seemed to have like, hey, the promises that you will never go without because the revolutionary government is always going to make sure that you have. And people may not be too happy with what they have, but it seems like for a long time they've had, and now it's it's falling apart. Yeah. And there's no- So what I mean, works then? had an embassy in Cuba forever. Basically, but like the embassy equivalent was shut down several years ago. Um, so the U.S. doesn't really have a good presence there right now to really know, you know, firsthand what's going on. So what works then? What do you I mean, mean what works? I, and, and not not to go too crazy uh, off this subject, because I, I want to get to Brittany real quick, but um, <laughs> I, I really do. This Matt Gates and this whole weird QAnon Republican shit and her and all this weird shit. I don't know what's happening. It's like intriguing to me. But anyways, um, like, you know, like we see what capitalism is doing here, right? In 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 the states, is is that a fair enough? It's not capitalism. That's no? thing itself. It's hyper capitalism. And also, right. Cuba... explain that to me. Then I don't like. It's uh... it's the ex- it's the excess. It's it's and and I don't want to sound like that guy. And I will yeah. let Emily speak as soon as I'm done making that yeah, point. Yeah. I don't have a beef with with capitalism. I, I I myself am very much a capitalist, but it's the excess. It's when it's to the point where I want to have it all and then fuck everybody else. That's the problem with you know the, the idea of the free market and that you know this. This invisible hand and all that stuff. That no, nah, man. That's that's never been the move. That's yeah. never been the move. And you really cannot look at Cuba and say that communism has failed because of Cuba. When you look at the amount of harm that we have caused with embargoes and sanctions, like we sanctioned that's them huge. harder that's huge. than yes. so many other countries, virtually any other country. 
Um, and so it's really not fair to say that like, that's proof positive that that doesn't work. Right. Like, so Cuba just has been impacted so hard because of the actions we've taken um, yeah. and to no success, right? Like we've imposed all of those burdens on Cuba because of the anti-Castro Cubans in America saying that that would drive them from power and, and restore the government that they wanted to see. And they were but, like, oh, my beer. But yeah, like, you know, it, it's gotten us nowhere. It hasn't, it has not had the effect that we wanted. Yeah. Hmm. And then, you know, they were like trying to thaw. <laughs> shout out, shout out to, uh, shout out to the Obama regime. They're like, yeah, we're going to thaw the relationship and try to do this and try to do that. And uh, nothing really. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did, they tried for a while, like Cuba, you know, Cuba still gets tourism from other countries. Yeah. You know, Brits love to go there, et cetera. Canadians um, go there. Like I have my, my cousin had his honeymoon in Cuba. Yeah. So like they still have tourism, but for a while tourism was opening up from the United States too. And so they had an uptick in tourism and then, you know, Trump came in and killed that. So they've just had, you know, blow after blow from us that it's really not fair to say that that's proof that it doesn't work. Yeah. Because of the meddling. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yay. What a joke. Yeah, man. America. I mean, for the longest time, you know, right before that, like Cuba and Venezuela had a very close relationship. And we used to point to that and say Cuba sponsors terrorism. Like, you know, we would say all this ridiculous inflammatory stuff, but it was like Venezuela and Cuba had a very close relationship because Venezuela had oil, which they needed. And yeah. Cuba had very accomplished doctors and medical professionals. Yeah, across agreement, and we would throw our arms up. But meanwhile, we would prevent medical supplies from going to Cuba. We would prevent uh, people from studying in Cuba to be doctors. Right? Like we drew our own line in the sand and then got mad when they figured out ways to survive without us. Mm. That's it right there. I I appreciate that analysis, Emily. Yep. Oh, thanks. Shit. <laughs> didn't you know, know I was gonna be talking about it tonight. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I didn't. I mean, I. It's just you know, uh, it's just one of those things that's kind of prevalent. It's it's all connected. Everything's connected. Everything is connected. Uh, and we speaking... don't obviously. One other point is we obviously don't uh, hesitate to lean on Cuba when we need help, right? Guantanamo Bay, for instance. Mm. But we've also relied on them for medical research. So we, true to form, will, you know, take everything we can from a country and give very little back. Yeah. From a country, from a culture, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, they've had some very significant contributions to medical research, and we've definitely used it. Black America had some significant contributions to uh, R&B and, you know, boy bands. And then all of a sudden, white America came out with NSYNC and uh, 90 Degrees and Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Shit. You know what I mean? I Don't feel you on that. Don't forget about O-Town. Oh, God. <laughs> O-Town. Uh, 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 wow. Again, Ross, 
R and B connection. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been a while. It's been a minute. I gotta, I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it looped up. Just shout out to Wanye and Nate and Michael. You know what I mean? Oh, Sean. No. <laughs> I think I don't think Michael's a part of the group anymore, though. Yeah, you know he still gets a shout out because uh, he was part of my childhood. He was, he was part of the group. Yeah, to me. you know what I mean. He was part yeah. of the group. I'm to sorry. Us. <laughs> Please forgive me for her wrong I've done, girl. <laughs> mm, 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 Please come mm, back home, girl. <laughs> that deep ass <laughs> voice. I'm like, man, how does how does he do that? <laughs> Yo, Emily. Yes. M. E. M. I. Oh, you know what? Emily has been waiting for this for like three days. What the fuck is going on with this free Britney shit? Now I understand the gist of it. The the gist of it. Sorry, but uh, you know, Western sons. Yeah, Western sons. Yeah, getting to me. Um, but. You know, Matt Gates is like all all up on this shit. What I guess, tell me about this post that she came out with just recently while we're you know recording. Oh, okay, what so, what is happening? What what, what so, is, all of a sudden? Why why the fuck is this all a big thing all over again? I get it, but I don't get it, and I don't get well, it. Well, here's what really I would say probably reinvigorated the free Britney movement because it's been around for like a decade, but. Last year, Hulu came out with a documentary called Framing Britney that really looked into her conservatorship, and everybody was locked inside for a year, so a lot of people saw it. Yep, um, yep. Facto. I didn't watch it, but I know what you're talking about. Her yeah, Instagram, though, has been very weird for a very long time. Um, I, I do know that. And so people have started posting like different theories, like, are you okay? If you're not okay, wear red in your next post or something like that, right? And then, like, thousands of people will like the post. And then in the next uh, post, she's wearing a different color or she will be wearing red or whatever. So, like, it just fueled the online commentary that, like, she was trying to send messages. Um, I don't know that that was really explained all that much in the documentary. But anyway. (laughs) <laughs> Shit, I mean that's the first I've heard of that. That's- oh, Yo, yeah. me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm all in. I like it. Yeah. So like, big fans would post like, if you're okay, do X, and then they'd wait to see. Because I don't know if you've remembered some of her posts where she's just like in a dress or something, walking back and forth in front of a white screen. Like I know none of her posts. Yes, so I do know that. It was just very awkward, and it was just like, what yes. are you doing? She does it all she's the like, time. Weird. She does it all the time. People thought she was drunk. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean she definitely looks medicated in some you know yes altered in some way and she'll also do these things where she'll post and she'll be like okay a lot of you guys have been asking me these questions these are the three most popular questions and then it'll be like what's your favorite color <laughs> like clearly that's not everyone's top questions <laughs> all their top questions are like are you the fuck okay so then people started to get deeper into this and was like she's definitely not okay like you know these are all these signs um so there were a series of hearings last year and leading into this year. But I think it's kind of important to realize that a lot of people are calling to terminate her conservatorship. And she actually has not yet filed anything with the court to actually terminate it. Um, So, you know, she just got the right to hire her own lawyer which should be good she's asked for her dad to be investigated for abuse i imagine that her attorney of her choice who's a former federal prosecutor will probably do like a 
he's got to get some documentation, get a workup of her mentally to show that she's fit to, to take care of herself. But that's what I'm guessing are the next steps. The post that she just made today, or while we were on talking, um, she basically posted this thing like, in summary, it's kind of like, fuck you to all the people that are saying something now. Where were you when I needed you sort of thing. But oh, wow. she uses the word <laughs> okay. righteous. Oh. And so uh, the comments on Britney's Instagram is basically like, they all think it's about her mom because her mom posted a couple days ago on Instagram with like a Bible verse. Um, and so it would make oh, a lot of sense for her to particularly be mad at her mom because her mom has stood by, you know, all these years. I think it's been like 13 years or something um, and not acted. So everyone thinks that the new post is about mom. Mm. And that's Brittany. That's, mm. that's Brittany for you. <laughs> mm. I, <laughs> I, you know, what about the people that are saying like, you know, she's earned the right to, you know, spend her money the way she wants, whatever, Whoa, whatever. That is uber facts, bro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah? Come on. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, so what about the people money. that are she saying, what like, she wants with it, right? but what about the people that are saying, like, I, I mean, there's a reason why she's, like, why this happened. Is there not? Well, there was, but, and, and she still may need to be in therapy and on medication. Like, some of those things could be true, that she needs ongoing treatment but like how many millions of people also need ongoing treatment and are not subject to conservatorship um but it's her money and if they're concerned about her being able to provide for her children or her becoming destitute they could section off a part of her money save it invest it and give her the rest right like yeah that makes sense i don't know they could do that but yeah that makes yeah sense. they definitely can i mean this is very heavy-handed interaction with her and the other thing is is like this started out as a temporary order that just kept getting extended um so it wasn't meant to be long-term initially mm. son ozzy osborne is out here been out here in yeah. control of his own you, finances do you remember the uh yeah but uh, ozzy osborne is a white man yeah but no no, no. The, the <laughs> orlando magic player who had like that shark tank and then went bankrupt. What? Do you remember this guy? Oh my God. It was when I was still in a living in Orlando. He had a giant what? aquarium in his house with a shark tank in it. And he went fucking bankrupt. Google it. I swear it happened. Like probably like 2012 or 2000. No, probably like 2010 or 2009. I forget his name. It's driving me crazy right now. I think she's talking hibachi, son. No. What, Gilbert Arenas? Yes, yes. him. Yes. That is a girl. <laughs> okay. Yes, him. He Nobody made, fucking he... put him under a conservatorship. <laughs> 22 <laughs> mil a year. Yeah. Bankrupt. 22 mil a year. This is how he spends it. This article was back in 2014. Mm, there you go. Okay, well, in any event, I'm just saying we don't normally micromanage that, anybody's time, money to this at, degree. At that time, in 2014, he made... Oh, wait. Former NBA player Gilbert Arenas is living a lavish lifestyle since he got paid. So he hasn't even played since the game since 2012. And this was 2014. He made 22 mil, making him the 30th highest paid athlete in the world. Not in the NBA, in the world. The Orlando Magic used the amnesty rule to cut him back in 2011. 
under See, the rule, he still gets paid. Okay. Oh my! But you're right. Yeah, I guess he's got a. Uh... It's their money. If they want to lose it, they can lose it, right? Like he... that's typically how the government looks at it. He takes his car to a six hundred and seventy-five dollar car wash, and and there's a picture of a car in a car wash with him on the hood of the car in the middle of the car wash in uh, shorts. Like just getting washed as well with the car. <laughs> he spends five thousand a month for housekeeping of his seven bedroom, ten bathroom home. That's not bad. There's a fancy grotto next to his backyard. Eight grand eight grand for a Mercedes Benz electric toy car. He has his own personal shark tank. That's what you're talking about. It costs five grand each month to feed his sharks. See? In addition, Fifteen hundred for someone to take care of them. So, so this woman had a nervous breakdown of sorts. Six hundred dollars a week on groceries. Right? Wow. Yeah. Obviously, exactly. she sought out some some sort of help for it, and because people were worried that the gravy train would end, they were like, "Yo, we need to put all this bread in a conservatorship so that." I can still eat. You can still eat. We can still eat. Yep. And not to mention, she continued to work. Yeah, so she had a she had a whole Vegas residency. If you're yeah, Vegas, to work. Mm. you're making money out of Vegas, though. Oof. Yeah, but she stopped. She literally said she wasn't going to continue as long as her dad was involved with the conservatorship. And That's right. Down, she ended her. Her residency in Las Vegas. I'm not even mad at her. Right. Wow. But so, like that goes to show you, like it's just a wild proposition to say this person is so mentally ill that they cannot be responsible for their physical health or their financial future. My sister. But can, also, she can still work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can still make this bread, though. She yeah. can't. She can't have kids. Yeah. Right. She's not allowed to have kids, bro. Yeah. Hmm. I imagine that there is some report somewhere related to this case that just paints her in such a terrible light. Like, I imagine when she had her breakdown, she was not parenting well. Like, there's a reason that Kevin Federline has custody of the kids, right? Like, there are reasons that certain things happened. And I think if she petitions to actually end the conservatorship, some of that stuff may be made public. And so I think... That may be why she hasn't actually filed yet, um, because the attorney of her choosing needs to do a real workup of her current day functioning to hmm. be able to present to the court that says, like, even if any of that was true, it's not the situation now. Circumstances hmm. have changed. Son, they, they require her to have an IUD, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So clearly. Oh, she's 39 was, um, years old. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. She is 39 years old, and they got her like, yo, you can't get... Yo! She's a grown-ass woman. Yep. Mm. It's just a level of paternalism <laughs> that is very concerning. Um, Real quick. Osceola School District, the SRO fucking voting thing. We spoke about it a couple weeks ago with Will. 
I didn't think this was still an ongoing thing. I, I guess I was. Well, no. Thinking. Well, no. With Will, what we spoke of was just that um, that there was a task force to talk about whether or not SROs were still a viable thing. Task force made had some uh, some some suggestions that they, you know, because they based on their meetings and whatnot, they came with they came up with some things that they could suggest be done. And instead of having those things discussed at a meeting, the the board ended up having an, a whole other meeting with the law enforcement community. And then there was the situation where they were talking about having guardians, this, that, and the third. So that's what that's what was happening at the time. And they, or I think I want to say Tuesday, they just had um, the the school the school board approved the uh, school resource officers. Hmm. But they have to have their body cams on, right? All time. Yeah, so now so yeah, so now they have um they have to have a body cam. They can't um they can't arrest students for uh for nonviolent crimes. They can only issue citations. Um there's a whole forty three page report. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. There's a whole 43-page report with the recommendations to the board, and um, and some of the stuff was uh, some of the stuff was voted on, and they agreed to it. But yes, the the body cams and um, the um, the citations were really big, especially in lieu of what happened earlier this year when when Mans decided to go man apart and just like slam that poor child of God to the ground at Liberty High School. <laughs> After she was walking away, he literally walked up to her, picked her up, and slammed her to the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. For no fucking reason. Yeah, People yeah. want to watch the video all you want. There was there was no reason for him to keep walking towards her after everything was said and done. And grapple her up and you know belly to belly suplex her to the ground. <laughs> like, yeah, like it was WWE. <laughs> oh my goodness. They also have to do a uh, forty-hour training. Yeah, they have to do a little more than that. Training. So I guess it's just going to be like, yo, these are the things you can or cannot do. Don't put your hands on them. You know, possibly. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, hopefully that'll. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I'm pretty sure we're making another episode about this. Uh, about one of them fucking up. <laughs> Well, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not either, but, you know, uh, like I said, it's been getting easier and easier to write. <laughs> to write for this show. Unfortunately. <laughs> so, um, let's see. I guess uh, I guess that might be it, man. We got to get how you live real quick. You know what? Um, yeah. It's, it's, and it is real quick. It is real quick. Um, this one goes out to the homie, Kayla Connor. A 33-year-old waitress out in Ocala. Who's she, Kayla Connor? Kayla Connor. Okay. She worked at the um, Iron Skillet restaurant located on West Highway 318, wherever that may be within Ocala. And um, two people came in the restaurant and they were like, yo, um, my bank account doesn't match the amount of money that should have been charged for my meal. Oh, Emily. <laughs> So, <laughs> so um, we know we know people. 
<laughs> so um a lot of digging was done next thing you know kayla is it turns out it's not the first time this is happening kayla's in with the sheriff's office and they're like yo kayla have you ever done such a thing as to alter a tip amount she was like nah never did that you know i don't know if any of y'all ever watch first 48 but sometimes you just got to the, the investigators just got to massage their way into it by asking question after question after question, which huh. eventually Kayla was like, all right, man, I've been changing tips for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, a, a hot minute would be an understatement in the service. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, and then she was like, yo, one customer was like, hey, I left a tip for 390 not fifty-three ninety. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. Kayla, Kayla had Kayla had no shame. Another customer said that he left a six-dollar tip, and the receipt showed a hundred-dollar tip. Yo, was trying to get everything. Whoa. Kayla was trying to get everything. As a result, she was arrested and transported to the Marion County Jail. Um, that was actually earlier this week. That was July twelfth. Her bond was set at $8,000, and she will be charged with fraud and petty theft. So, Kayla Connor of Ocala, get it how you live. Yo, shout out to Kayla Connor. <laughs> a real one. A real one. Yo, if you got the balls to change a $3 tip into a $50 tip, you deserve a shout out. If you got the balls to change a $6 tip, and do a hundred dollar tip, not seven, not nine, but straight up one hundo. You got, you got, you you got big brass ones. So respect. Fat or she's real stupid. <laughs> they they usually go hand in hand. I just never like. I remember you're not incriminate yourself. Go. No, I'm not incriminating. I'm not incriminating myself because I, you know. I, I didn't do that. Like I remember being like, "Yo, that was uh, that was like the ultimate no-no." You know, like I just knew, like, "Yo, that's what people got fired for." Um, But I worked at a certain place, which is probably a couple other places. When I think about it, but they were heavy on that. You know, one specific person would tell me, "Like, oh no, that's what I do." I'm like, "What?" And I remember thinking that, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I I can't believe you guys do that." Like. You know, here I am. You were still green. You were still green. Bro, here I am making, you know, my 70, 80. You know, maybe if I'm lucky, I'm like, oh, man, I made 100. I broke 100 right tonight. Like, that was awesome. And, like, I would walk out. And, like, everyone's, like, at the bar or wherever I'm at. And they're, like, they made double what I made each. You know? And I'm, like, damn. I got here before they did. I I caught, like, how the fuck? Thug life, my G. $300 tonight, you know? And I'm thinking, $300? And you want to hear these stories how servers make all this money and yada, yada, yada. Well, everybody listening to this, all nine of you, it's a lie, okay? (laughs) It's a fucking lie, unless they're stealing from the restaurant or the bar. Like, that's all it is. Like, anybody... Who makes anybody who does an honest job, an honest, honest night's work of serving at any regular ass restaurant here in Florida? If you're lucky, you'll walk out with $150. Seriously, 
Now, if you're at a high-end place, Capitol Grill, maybe the Palms, you know, you might walk out with two bills. Seriously. But if you walk out with more, you scam. Like, when you, 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 you hustle, then you scam. And that's it. You either move drinks off a tab, you took them off, because that's, that's a thing people don't know about. Or, you know, you, oh, oh, hey, these ribs, uh, they send them back, you take them off, you get your manager to comp them after it was a cash bill that they paid. Like, yeah. they're dirty little tricks. Unfortunately, that's just the, the lengths and the extents that people have to go to to make a living sometimes. How crazy yeah. is that? But it doesn't make yeah. it right. It doesn't make it right when you're fraudulently writing in tips. <laughs> you know? So, yeah, none of that. None of that. I mean, listen, the service industry is a, is a whole other animal. It really is. So many. I don't know. Emily, you could. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. You're a female. I feel I'm like. I'm a woman, not a female. A fear. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I thought we were off air. <laughs> no, but you're right. I mean, you know, I always say it's different um, for women in the service industry than men, because I, in, in the sense, like, I, I think they make more, um, but they go through a lot more. <laughs> like, ain't nobody pinching my butt walking through the bread line. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, that's I think like I fucking used to gross. sexually harass you at Carabas. <laughs> what's that? So I think I used to sexually harass you at Carabas. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you did. <laughs> there were there were like three of you that did. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, okay, okay. Hold on. Trip down memory lane. You stole my glittery pens. You were all like flirty or whatever, and then I used to untie your apron. Because yeah. you had my pens, and one time I did, and you got so pissy, and you're like, "I'm fucking working." Like you got all pissy because you were stressed out about work. I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, whatever." Anyway, he would steal all of my pens because he was a bum who couldn't bring his own. No, my pen was just stealing all mine. <laughs> that's what it was. So you stole mine. Pens. Yeah, well, that's what happens. <laughs> Yeah, I think Orlando's though. hard to judge on, on the service industry between men and women, though, because there's so many tourists, at least at the location we were at, that, like, yeah. it was hard to know what anyone was going to get. I, I think know. my highest night ever was 180. But it must have been, like, some big... Th- I, I, it might have been at the second restaurant I worked at, and it might have been, like, Cinco de Mayo or something. Hmm. But normally, nowhere near that. Yeah, I mean, like people. I'm telling you, man. Pe- uh, pe- the, the service industry is not. Night, but if I had eighty, thing. I'd be good. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, shout out to Kayla Connor <laughs> for keeping the dream alive. Kayla, yeah, oh, yeah, get it how you live, girl. Yeah, straight up, get, get it, it how, how you live. live. All right, shout outs. Let's do this. I have no shout outs. <laughs> <Max. laughs>
Facts. I like that. I like I'll think that. about my answer. I, I might I might amend, but not right now. <laughs> well, Robinson, um, shout out to yeah, shout out to my wife. Yeah. My kid. Yeah. And 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 shout out to the homie Alan over at LA Insurance. <laughs> I saw him, I saw him earlier this week. I saw him earlier this week, man. Uh, Always good convo. So uh, I, w- I wanted to shout him out. I wanted to shout him out personally. I got to show him up. I was going to call him earlier today, but. You should have, man. Yeah. No, That's you know fine. what? Yeah, take that nap. Yeah, bro. I'm telling you, it was one of those days. Uh, let's see. Shout out to the Just nap. One of days. You should end it with that. <laughs> Monica. You should oh end it with that. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That was a proper R&B. <laughs> R&B I don't want to take it out on you. <laughs> Let me all you think I'm doing you wrong. Yeah, yeah. That beat was so nice. The PMS song? That's all I remember it was. Hey, man. That's all I remember it was. I was like, dang, it's one of those days. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, it made sense. And I was like, oh, I get it. All right. Let me not take it personal, like the song said. <laughs> I, didn't I didn't understand English like that when the first song first came out, so I didn't even I didn't even catch that, man. It didn't, it wasn't until it wasn't until I was much older when I heard. It. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, Monica was ahead of her time. I feel you. Like, <laughs> oh man, no, yo, regular shoutouts, yo, as always to Alan and uh, Ray and Charles. Uh, over there at um, LA Insurance. Like I said, they got two offices, one off Boggy Creek right in front of Publix. The other one's right down OBT across from the Florida Mall. We've got uh, the bar that I work at on Monday nights. You clowns, come see me, everybody. I'm there on Monday nights. It's called Be Nice at the corner of Rosin and Washington, right across from Lake Eola, just serving you the finest craft beers and wines. Yep, and he'll hula hoop with you too. You know, uh, I don't know how long I'll hula hoop with you because uh, my hula hoop skills are uh, non-existent. But <laughs> <laughs> gotta use those hips. Yeah, there you go. You know, these hips don't lie, and they he do shoots. not lie about not being able to hula hoop. And he shoots so. <laughs> straight from the hip. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, but uh, you know what? I will hook you up with some fucking fresh beers. So holler at your boy. Um, Shout out to Tori holding it down over there. And um, obviously, Jay Wilson, Melissa Wilson, LFT uh, website, Simple, Clean, Reliable, Melissa Wilson, LFT, Realty, Inc. Um, Kendra Robinson, the Blixel Restock Image Project. Uh, Long Shots Bar and Billiards. Yo, go shout out my man Mo, Harold, and, and Alex over there out of Long Shots and uh, the pawn shop right next door uh, holding it down. Uh, I don't know. That might be it. You know, I mean, shout out to, yeah, you know, if I forgot you guys, yo, let, let me know if you want me to shout you out. I will shout you out. Just shoot me a message. Say word. Yeah. Um, besides that, I think that's about it, right? That's about it. Is that the show, everybody? Is that, I mean, I feel, I feel good about this show. I was a little drunk, but I feel good about this show. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, thanks for being on. Yes. Word, word, word. It was it was all a pleasure as usual. Yes. Yes, yes. All right. Well, now that the what, 1218. 
I guess it's uh, might be that time. I gotta pack another bowl, anyways. Maybe play some FIFA or something. 2K. You know, you know, you gotta watch Space Jam. Nah, I got, I gotta, I gotta put our faces on some funny stuff, actually. Wow, yo. Gotta do work. Ever stole, ever stole the diligent graphic designer. I do. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know what yet, but I'll figure it out. Say word. Anyways, everybody stay tuned. Get it how you live with you. Share it with us. Five-star review us. Do all that good stuff. I don't know. You know. Whatever. Just do it. <laughs> don't be lame. Holla. Peace. Peace. Bye, guys.